Welcome to the Making Money in the Music Business podcast, where we share insightful views on a variety of topics in the music industry that can help you make more money from your music business. And now, here are your hosts, Dr. William E. Smith and Kenya McGuire Johnson. Hey, Kenya. We're back. Dr. Smith, we are back. <laughs> it is spring. Yep, it's spring has sprung. Spring has sprung. Spring has sprung. And technically, we have by the time listeners hear this, we will have had a whole full week, over a week of spring. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yep. I bring up weather because I'm incredibly driven by what's yeah, I, happening. We, we, we've seen that um, over these uh, <laughs> Over these years. years. We've done this podcast. Weather I get so is a, much. <clears throat> is a driver of your your mood. It is, which is why I need to move definitely to Fiji. I, I think I would be <laughs> I would be set. But anyway, we have an exciting episode. We are doing our artists on the rise. We've been finding amazing artists new in this industry, but not well. Some not so new, but just really emerging and and really starting to get their name out there. So um. And this is actually an artist that Dr. Smith knows fairly well. He'll explain yep. that more in our intro. But before we go there, what is our music tip for the week? Music tip, <coughs> excuse me, uh, music tip for the day. <laughs> get, the, oh, get the frogs Lord. out. Got to get the frogs out. <laughs> yeah, got to gotta get that, uh, that morning oh, voice. <laughs> got to get that, you know, because Will's morning starts at three in the afternoon. But anyway, right? go ahead. No. Go ahead. Well, it's no. musician life. That's what it is. <laughs> Yo, you ain't not gigging. I don't want to hear all it's that. The, it's Go the ahead. Music. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm okay. gigging at home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway. um, our music tip for the day um, is actually one of the emails I got from CD Baby. Uh, they have they they actually have a promotion, but there's a um, a company called Note Tracks, and I don't know if any of you all have heard about them, but they basically streamline your online music collaborations. So if you are collaborating with people in a lot of crazy places, of course, during COVID, you can't be, you know, uh, you're socially distanced. Um, This is a way to collaborate on music projects, uh, dropping files uh, and also commenting on the uh, on the actual track. And so whenever you place a comment and they walk you through in the video, but whenever you place a comment, on uh, a certain part of the track, uh, it stays there. It's sort of like SoundCloud, you know, when you go to SoundCloud and then when right, the it's on the time, it's on the timestamp. Yeah, yeah, that's it's on the timeline. You, you yeah, get the, uh, mm-hmm. it's a comment right there. That's sort of what they're using to have people comment and and whatever sections of the song, so people can know what to edit. Nice. So that I need yeah. that. Yeah, is that a? And when you say when you say note tracks, is that tracks like the traditional T R A C K? S? Yes, yes, N O T E T R A C K S, and we'll like I said, we'll put a link to this in the uh, in the um, chat. And I think if you have CD Baby, uh, they if you're on CD Baby, they have a coupon code. Oh, um, nice! And you get twenty five percent off your first three months of this of the subscription. So, but yeah, check that out. Very nice. You you always find the goods. I think that's so helpful on a lot of levels. Obviously. You know, COVID has shifted. I mean, Musicland, we were already doing a lot of this, you know, 
um, collaboration from literally across the world with, with musicians. But I think now it has really pretty much solidified the need. And I think making that communication and I, and even, you know, when you're working with international musicians, mm -hmm. maybe where English is a second language or these types of things, I think that's also really helpful because you can just kind of say, look right here, boom, boom, boom. And everything yeah. is digital. Now we've already had a bunch of other music tips of, you know, song splits. I mean, you can just do everything pretty much virtually now. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Today's podcast is brought to you by Bandzoogle. From garage bands to Grammy winners, Bandzoogle powers the websites for thousands of musicians around the world. Their simple step-by-step -step system will get you online literally in minutes. You can choose from dozens of mobile-friendly templates, then customize your design and content in just a few clicks. Built for musicians by musicians, Bandzoogle has all of the features you need for your website and EPK already built in. This includes tools to sell music and merch commission-free right on your website, stream your music with flexible options for music downloads, commission-free crowdfunding and fan subscription features, mailing list tools to grow your fan list and send professional newsletters, integrations to pull in content from your online services, including YouTube, Twitter, and SoundCloud, and live support from their musician-friendly team not one, not two, but seven days a week. Banzoogle plans start at just $8.29 per month. Yep, that's what I said, just $8.29 per month and includes your own free custom domain name. Gotta love that. Go to Banzoogle.com to try it for free for 30 days and be sure to use our promo code MAKINGMONEYPOD to get 15% off the first year of your subscription. That's again, Making Money Pod to get 15% off the first year. Alrighty, so we have a special guest and this time Dr. Smith's gonna introduce. Sure. Yeah. Yep. So we have uh, one of my students from Bowie State University and he uh, was in the uh, jazz ensemble uh, when I was directing it. Uh, trombone player, but also uh, he's in the music tech program, music technology program, and uh, he's a dedicated student, and I'm I'm proud of him. He's always on 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 the case and coming to class and studying and doing his work. So uh, I'm I'm looking for big things for him in the future. So uh, he, um, I'm trying to remember. Uh, you're you're in a, you're on campus right right now, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. So yes, sir. Yep. So this is Spencer Short. Hey, Spence. How y'all doing? Um, I also go by is a Goldie. Is a dot Goldie on Instagram. Um, I S S A G O L D in three Y's. Ah, uh, yeah. is a Goldie. Okay, so should we say during this interview, just out of respect, should we say Spence, Spencer, or is a Goldie? Which y'all can y'all can call me Goldie. Goldie. Goldie, I love it. All right, that's gonna love be nice it. and easy. Okay. Yep. <laughs> well, welcome. It's really good to have you. It's always a pleasure to meet uh, Will's students and to know, I think it's important for listeners on a lot of levels to, to hear from um, students and people who are emerging and, and the different things that you're doing to make sure you're solidifying this career 
uh, in music. So we would love for you to start by maybe just telling us a bit about yourself and what has even, what brought you to trombone? Cause I, I'm always, I think trombone players, that's, I'm fascinated that you're just sliding something and making, <laughs> I've always been fascinated with trombone players to make it sound good. You can sound bad on trombone, yeah. but uh, <laughs> yeah, but good. Um, so kind of what brought you there. And then now in this music tech space. Well, um, for starters, I, uh, I got into trombone when I was about 13. Um, I had recently just joined the marching band in my high school and I wanted to play trumpet, but, um, my lips aren't small enough to play trumpet. So my band director said, Hey, we're going to put you on trombone. And like, you know, I'm tall. I got long arms. So he's like, it works out perfectly. And I just been playing ever since. Ah, uh, do you enjoy it? I mean, it works. yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a fun instrument. Um, it takes time. It's not as easy as people think it would be, but it's definitely fun. Cool. 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 Awesome. Well, I'm going to let, we, we try to go back and forth. I'll take over, but I'm going <laughs> to let Will. Uh, well, I just say ladies first. You, you, uh, <laughs> you, you can ask, ask another question. I, I, I got a bunch of them, but go ahead. Yeah. Well, I guess that follow up to that is, you know, when you were in high school, were you thinking, all right, I, I want to stick with trombone and that's going to be my life. I'm going to be a jazz trombone or a march. I mean, what were you thinking in high school um, prior to getting into college and what, what you were thinking you were going to pursue? Well, honestly, uh, I had no idea what I was going to do when I got to high school. Um, I was kind of just there, you know, I like I was a good student, but I didn't I had nowhere to go. Mm. And when I got to trombone, it, 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 it introduced me to the world of music more so. Like I've been playing instruments since I was younger, but I didn't really know what I was going to do. Like I, I've, I've had experience playing like, you know, alto sax. I've, I can play a little bit of keyboard. Um, but like I said, I didn't know where I was going to go. And actually segues back into the uh, second part of the question you asked earlier as to what made me get into like, you know, producing and stuff like for mm -hmm. like, you know, like my music tech, uh, music industry side is um, my last year of high school. Um, I had gotten into a doll, um, which is a digital audio workstation for those who don't know. Uh, and it was garage band. It was something simple. And, you know, like I had a project in my class to like make uh, make like eight bars of a song and. You know, I had never done that before. So when I started to do it, it's one of the most fun things I had ever done. I was like, I don't want to stop doing this. So mm. pretty much it was just like from there, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to be a producer. I want to be an engineer. I want to I want to do all this. And then I was like, you know, I want to incorporate trombone into that somehow. So mm. I just wanted to, you know, continue that on. I, don't, I wanted to figure out how I was going to make that happen. And I ended up coming to Bowie and I got a clearer vision of that. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And, and now that you've been at Bowie for for a number of years, not... Not, not longer than your supposed stay, but uh, <laughs> you're on track. Um, what what do you think? Uh, what what do you see as as your as your next? I guess five years after you have coming out of Bowie. So I'll say I would say my next five years coming out of Bowie um, would definitely be to you know get my name out there. You know, generate more business for myself. Like make is a Goldie be the name like. You know, like one of the next Metro, like the next Metro Boomin or not, not something like Metro Boomin or the next Kenny Beats. But I want to be my own person and have my own staple. You know, people know okay. who I am. And it's, yeah. it's because it's my own sound. Um, but after that, I also want to uh, find work at a studio. Hopefully, you know, I, I'm going to speak in the business. I want to work at Dreamville one day um, on my own record label. Um, I want to start it within the next five years. So. 
we'll, we'll see how that goes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And and from from your time at under under myself and Dr. Pryor's tutelage, what what do you think? Um, what what's the what's one of the main things that we've taught you that you think you'll be taking with you? That um, music. The most important part of music is you, because you know you can know all the mm-hmm. theory, all the all the basic things you need to know about it, like all the technical stuff. But it's not going to happen unless it's within you. Mm. Yep, you. yep, yep. You are the you are the magic spice. <laughs> That's why I try to keep telling people: don't keep trying to copy other people. You're the you're the ticket. You're the thing that that makes it that makes it special. So you know, I think it's I think it's really good that you you know you're talking about having your own label, um, you know, being a producer, um, slash, you know, engineer that people recognize your sounds and you're going the route of school. And I was just recently, um, in clubhouse talking about is school necessary for musicians? Um, what are you, how would you respond to that question? If you were in that clubhouse room, what would you, what would you say to that? Honestly, I think it depends um there's a lot you can learn from school but there's also stuff you can learn from just doing it because in this industry the most important thing is just getting the experience of doing it. you can read everything but unless you actually know what you're doing you have the experience i don't think that you're really going to succeed you have to get you have to take that you have to take that step forward and school is uh school can be a good segue um it, it depends though it, it really depends like a case-by-case situation so yeah. it, I, I think it really just feels like whatever suits you best. If you do well in a classroom or you do well on your own, like just figuring stuff out. Mm. Okay. So I have a follow-up. I know, Will, you probably have a follow-up. Well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I, I got a whole nother statement on that one. I'm, cause you know, I'm biased because I, I teach it at school. So, you know, before I'm biased. He, I said before he ahead. puts in his bias <laughs> for you. And I don't know, this might put Dr. Smith on the spot, but for you, if you, would you, if you, if someone said, okay, you got to do this again, would you say, okay, yep, I would still have gone to school or would you say, no, I I might not have, I would have, now that I've learned more about me in this industry, do you still think you you would choose school? Yeah, I would still choose school. Um, (sighs) I didn't really know what I was doing before I came to school. I just knew I had an idea and I wanted to push for it, but I didn't know where to look for it. And school mm. gave me the avenue to look for it and also gave me connections to my current internship at the Saxon Studios. So mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I would definitely do it again. Yep. And that's my point. <laughs> 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 so uh, every semester um, I start out and I tell the students what I don't know if you remember. What, what do I tell you in the beginning of the semester about why, why you can, why you should be in school? You can build connections. Lots and lots of connections. Yep. You build connections, but you also, um, schools have resources that you can never even pay for. Um, universities have opportunities and, and things coming through. It's, it's a, it's a gateway. It's, you know, it's a clearinghouse of, of opportunities and you just have to know how to use school. And a lot of people come in and have no clue what to do and and they're not asking questions so when you get to school you should just be you know asking everything asking so many questions of everybody and and waiting for responses and especially ask ask people who know ask your teachers but that's that's what you should be doing because then you'll be guided in the right direction 
So I, I tell the students, you can learn anything on YouTube. You don't need to go to college. You can learn anything on YouTube. But the reason why you go to college is for resources, networking, and uh, what's my other thing? I have another thing that I tell you all. <laughs> uh, resources, networking, and uh, I can't remember what it is, but um, yeah, I don't know. The pathways to... Oh, mentor, well, think, mentor, mentorship. Yeah, I was going to say... I think that school also is, it's, you know, school is like a playground. Um, it's like the playground before life. Right. So, you know, when you're in life and you have that fall, you have that fall and um, you may, I mean, maybe if you have a good social support, somebody's there, but I think school, when you have that fall, um, you have faculty, you have peers, you have staff, you have people who can one see that you're falling <laughs> mm -hmm. and, and kind of step in the mix if you allow it. And then once you have fallen, they can help you build you back up. And I think in real life, not to say that you can't have that, but it takes a lot more effort. I think in school, there's a safety net. And that's the whole point of university, you know, is to, to not just is to challenge you, but to support you. So. And where did um, I meet you, Kenya? Oh, we met each other at school. And so those lasting, the relationship piece, listen, yeah. it, you'll see, Spencer. I mean, it's, it, it lasts on and on and on. It's, it's a lifetime of connection. So I think that's awesome. Yeah, awesome, there awesome. you go. Yeah. Uh, I have another, I'm trying to find, I, I wrote down all my questions. So I'm always I, I'm ready for the next one. Because, you, <laughs> you know, I have, I have sons close to your age. I mean, I don't know your exact age but i assume you're probably no more than four or five years older than my i'm 18 year old so um he'll be starting college this fall and um you know i'm always attempting to kind of tap into music wise what he's listening to and so much of what he's listening to i just am like <laughs> i'm just i'm just not in my head and music in the in the world of production um you know, used to, pro producers are now, we know producers. You didn't know, I mean, you knew producers kind of, you know, back when we were, I mean, you knew the big, 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 big producers. But nowadays, you know, producers are, you know, they have their own, almost their own fame to a certain, you know, degree that's in the forefront. So I'm curious to know for you, because you mentioned about you want people, how do you feel like you will be navigating or how, how do you predict navigating this kind of entertainment life? Um, I feel like producers now are being, you know, the spotlight. We got love and hip hop. We got all these things that are putting the spotlight. Do you feel prepared for that? And what, what are your thoughts about that? Um, so navigating the entertainment life, I think would have to be, I wouldn't go down the road of love and hip hop, you know, like I would, I would probably, do something similar to Kenny Beats, what he does and make my own medium where he would have artists come on and, you know, have this show where he just makes beats for them and they just make a freestyle or whatever. He just does it for free. And that's how he mm. gets known. That, that's mm. how he builds connections. That's how everybody knows who he is. And, you know, there's a face to a name, Kenny Beats. And, you know, it's the guy who's worked with um, Zach Fox, Rico Nasty, um, mm. Smino, all these other, uh, all these other up and coming new artists who are really, really big at the moment. Mm-hmm. And, See, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, that's fine. Uh, and I was gonna say I, I have ideas, but I need to put them in the forefront. So I wouldn't necessarily say I'm prepared, but I am preparing. Good. 
Nice. Awesome. Yeah, and and just to to um, jump on that that I'm talking about Kenny. Um, what what is your your take on the current music industry? Um, how how do you think it it's going in terms of its direction? And what what do you think are some of the uh, maybe the the negative points? And what do you think are some of the positive points? Um. So I think the current state of the music industry is that it's it's just changing. There's there's a whole new wave of artists coming in, and it's a different style than what everybody's used to. You know, um, my personal like my personal thought is that of the past like decade or so, um, specifically artists and producers have been more have been more focused on like creating a stronger baseline for uh, just you know different music, like different songs, everything like everything has a much stronger base than it did in like the eighties and nineties. And I think that's just due to the rise of the hip, like just due to the rise of hip hop and the direction it's going. But I don't think it's a bad direction. I think that while subjectively there may be bad artists or bad songs, um, <laughs> everybody's going to enjoy something because everybody has different tastes and it's going to continue to like grow in different directions. Like now in hip hop, it was just po- like it was just poetry on the side with like a beat behind it, which is, which is great. But now it's turning into something like, you know, you have melodic hip hop, you can sing and rap. You can like, you know, there's fusions of it. There's Neo Soul like this. It's just a bunch of different directions that like, you know, just the industry is tending to lean towards and go to. And I love the fact that um, all these new women are coming out and they're uh, and they're becoming like the spotlight. Like all these black women are becoming like the forefront of hip hop. I love that. Yeah, it's there's a there's a lot of feminine, a lot of women, women movement happening and it's happening across. And I. I, I appreciate that. And my sense is very similar to what you're saying. He's not a musician, but he follows it a lot. Um, and since you brought up about women uh, kind of really starting to be more present, um, this is another topic that's starting to buzz around because women are getting more in these spotlight spaces is working together, you know, men and women and women working in the music industry. Um, and I'm only thinking of this because you kind of brought this up, knowing what you're knowing about them starting to get more and, and really appreciating that. Um, how do I want to ask this? Do you think there needs to be a different approach when working with a female artist or producer than working with a male artist or producer? Or that's like, that might be a tough question, but there's a lot of interesting dynamics that happen, I think, for women. Um, so your thoughts, my, my just thought towards it is just treat them like as though they're an artist trying to get the workout, you know, it's, it's the same as if, you know, like you're a producer trying to get your song, like trying to get your, uh, your track out to someone and you're saying, okay, you rap on this. I can make this for you. Treat it the same way. Um, they're, they're, they're all people. They're all, <laughs> you know, like they're all humans just mm-hmm. work together. Like them, my, my viewpoint is just work together. Like music is music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah 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 what what's your your take so so you've had some of the music business uh stuff that i've taught and um what what's your take on the on the current music the the business side of the music industry um what what do you think would be i guess the best way um if you could like totally re-envision the music industry the business side because uh, you know we've talked a lot about the create the creative side, and that's um, it's it's great to see a lot of things happening. Um, what what would be I guess the best 
uh, uh, formation or iteration of the music industry on the business side, uh, how would you envision that? How would you like it to work? Um, well, I would like for more so of the entire group effort that it takes to create good music to get more in the limelight, like, you know, specifically the engineers and producers, like, you know, generally speaking, the artists tend to get the, um, the artists tend to have the spotlight and, you know, get all the credit for their songs. But nine times out of 10, it's usually the engineer who does all the work to make it sound good, that radio, that, that song, that streaming quality. And then, you know, you wouldn't even have the song without the producer. So it's a group effort. So I would want like, everybody to really get their credits like you know you can get grammys for engineering of course and it's, a, it's it's a lot more uh recognized now than it was back then but even still i would prefer for it that everybody gets their shine like everybody gets the flowers that they need to because 24 karat magic for instance by bruno mars that song uh you know he came up with the idea he he produced it but that song wouldn't have been as popular as it would have been without his engineers yep so i, I just want everybody to get their shine like everybody to get the money, like, let's say, for instance, the money that the artist would get, I want the same type of, like, I want the same type of pay for the producers because, and, and the engineers, because generally speaking, they don't get paid enough, in my opinion. Yep. Yeah, it's a tricky, yeah, you're bringing up a good topic. Um, I do think that, you know, engineers are the masters, like, they're the ones, they, to me, you know, you can have a, a, a so-so song and an engineer will put some sparkle and, and really, you know, get that song to, to move and to give it feeling. Um, at the same time, poor, poor engineers sometimes are given a really, really whack song. And then it, you don't want it to reflect your, you know, you're trying to do, you're doing as much as you can as an engineer. So sometimes they're put in kind of weird spaces, but I, I really admire engineers and having been an artist and worked with some amazing engineers and been able to see what they've been able to do to add to a song is I agree with you. They, they need that. I do think so. Um, you know, I'm, I'm curious to ask you, cause you mentioned producer, you're looking at being producer and engineer. And sometimes people will say, can a producer also engineer? Do you have a preference to production or engineering? Like which, which one do you feel like, is is more your interest or drive i'll say that um my my interest and my drive definitely leans more towards producing because i i'm a musician so i like to create but i will always i'll i'll, I'll push this agenda as much as i need to is that as a producer it's very important that you know to you know how to engineer and yeah. um mix and master because that's one of the most valuable skills you can do because it can add on to your production. You can add, there's some, that, that's a whole new world that you can open up and also make your, uh, make everything sound better just in general. Yeah. When, when I teach my, my um, class and talk about production and mixing, um, I talk about it as the, the mixing side is as if you are writing your music and you put the, uh, the, the markings on the sheet music. So when you have a piano or forte or, you know, rallentando or, you know, um, you're, you're putting the accent marks over the notes, those are, that's mixing. That's what they did back in the day to mix. So when you wrote music back in the day, you had to mix your music, but you did it on sheet music. So as a producer, if you're writing music, you have to do the same thing. You have to mix while you're producing. 
And so, yes. I mean, engineer, being a producer, you sort of default go into being an engineer <laughs> because you have to make your music sound, you know, correct. You have the dynamics, you have that, you know, all the accents and things. So, um, but yeah. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, the, most of the producers that I work with, you know, right. They, they have, they have an engineering lens to them, but they also respect the boundary of engineers because you have those engineers who are straight, just yeah, it, oh, mixing yeah. and mastering engineers. Those, yeah. And I think that they, and this is because as a vocalist, <clears throat> the engineering process is very different taking in a vocal and especially not, not just someone who's doing a hook, like a vocalist. So I've got all kinds of things, all kinds of movement, all kinds of stacks, all kinds of, you know, um, tone and sound and all of that. So for me, what I have found is when I, when I can work with a producer who like yourself, Spence, who has one, that music background, which is huge. It's a huge, huge part. So I commend you for that and keep up your chops in that. And it's funny because my main producer is a trombone player as well and so his his ability to hear for me vocally when when i'm singing because horns is his background he hears accent and like where to add like you know for backgrounds instead of just that traditional harmonizing he's like let's add this color he colors beautifully and i think it's because of his ear as a as a trombone player because horn players your accent you're you know you're figuring out how i'm going to color this moment without interfering the, the melody when you have a singer um, so I, I, I really commend that at the same time, the engineer that I work with and that's all he does is engineering his ears on a whole other spectrum. Like it's a whole other thing, but the producer who has that trombone background and the engineering, he knows how to communicate when he, right. when he, he knows his line and it's like, yeah, I can mix it while I'm editing and getting it ready. But when he goes to that engineer that only mixes, he they they he knows how to communicate to him and mm -hmm. i think for you just remember that like that's another really golden ticket that you will have is that if you decide you want to step away from having to do the engineering piece you have the language you have the skill you know have the know-all that you can communicate that to an engineer um if you just need a minute away from that and just want to stick in the production space but yeah, yeah. and one thing i would ask i would ask you um uh, this is sort of uh, trying to figure out uh, what what I need to work on. Uh, <laughs> what, what would you like to know more of um, in terms of your program and then what, what you learned over at Bowie? Um, I would like to know, I personally, like more so just like physical experience and actually recording somebody else and, you know, being in, you know, like in a setting where like emulating a real studio setting where it's going to be fast paced. Mm -hmm. They're gonna you're gonna have artists who have ideas that they need to get out, and you have to record them, and it's gonna take several different takes because they're not always feeling it, and you have to kind of keep up with them, keep your artist energy up as an engineer and as a producer, you know, making tracks for specific people, you know, and like adding to their taste, you know, bringing them into your world, and you know, like having them experience. That's that's what I personally would want out of the um, out of the program. Got you, got you. Cool. I'm duly noted. I think that's a really good answer. That's a good answer. I'm supposed to call you Goldie. I was saying Spencer. Um, yes, I think that's a really good answer because you're right. That's the world. That's the real world is getting in there and, and being able to do and, and go. And, you know, time is huge money in studios, you know. And so, yeah, being efficient, but also being really respectful to the artist 
And knowing that, you know, to get the best out of the artist is to be that producer or that engineer that creates a, a really safe space for, for artists to, to do whatever it is they do, whether you like it, don't like it, but just get them comfortable, get them so that they can give their best. So awesome. Yeah, that was good. So I have, I have another, just a, a question because we're living in this COVID life. And, and I'm really curious as a student, how has this impacted you? Um, uh, just going to school, um, still working, um, still driving when there's so much going on. How, how, how has this been for you and how have you coped? <clears throat> um, so for me, um, I will say I'll start off with the positives, of course, is that um, it, it's taken a lot of the workload off of my back. Just, you know, I, I was a very busy student at Bowie. I had a lot going on uh, from a day to day basis. I would get back to my room, I'd be exhausted, and I still have to get the, I still have to muster up the energy to still uh, produce and make songs. But um, as, like, as, you know, just everything switching to virtual now. I think that it's caused it, it caused me to have a certain type of discipline in the way that I get things done because now it's you know how in college it's it's usually like you make your own schedule you have to make you know hold yourself accountable but I think I felt like it was easier because you had a place to go to now you had literally now you literally have to do everything yourself and you have to really take the time out to really do anything extra if you want to like you know teach yourself anything or learn um i will say that i do miss being inside like my building having all the access to all the equipment that i need um having access to all the people who i need to talk to just being a few steps away excuse me you know like i can walk down the hall or something or i need to uh i just need to ask questions or just even making networking easier being in the same building as someone else who you never know like because that's how like that's how that's mm, excuse me that's how I was saying, that's how I got my current internship was uh, one of my classmates. He, uh, he owns a studio. His name is Nate Slacks. Uh, he works at the Sax House. Well, he, he owns the Sax House. I work at the Sax House. That's how I got my internship. Because uh, I had to, con I connected with him. I had a few classes with him, met him in person. But um, I think that as a whole, uh, you know, I, I do definitely miss the, uh, the in-person aspect. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we had Nate on our uh, podcast as well. Yeah. So he talked about you. You already are you're already a star, um, shining star on our podcast because he did mention you and the work that you're doing with him. And I agree. I, I can't imagine being in college right now, not having um, that in-person space. But right. I will say, you know, clearly your 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 generation was built for this because you guys are handling it way beyond any stride that I think I would handle. Um, and because of your already tech savvy lives, I think, you know, just prior to COVID, just the way that, you know, whether it be communication or what have you, that has, that has helped, but, you know, kudos to you and please, you know, I think my biggest concern is that students will, will drop out or will just kind of give up because of that discipline you're talking about and organizing their time. Um, so I hope that does not go in your brain anywhere and that, you know, you push through this season because I, I believe by the fall, definitely you guys mm -hmm. are going to be able to um, see each other. I don't think we'll ever, ever honestly be a hundred percent in person, um, on in any spaces, but I think that there will be more opportunities um, for you know for being in person again. Yep. 
Yeah. So. I'm looking awesome. forward to it. And this this yeah, was good. Yeah, this was really good. This was I really it's 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 really refreshing. Um I see your vibrance just like Nate, just you know, being excited about music's future. Um you are right, music is changing quickly, but there are positives that I think sometimes I know myself as a, as a musician um, can get kind of down on. But when I meet people like you, you inspire me. You're like, okay, I, I get I'm like, okay, there's hope. Keep hope alive. This is an actual musician who is going in the game and, and attempting to really um, do the thing, you know, and make real music. So next gen. Yeah. Next gen. Yeah. Yeah. You're always, always going to take <clears throat> it over, but thank you. For uh, for hanging out with us and and sharing your perspective, and we're we're going to be um, posting this this podcast about and posting your social media stuff. And if you uh, could do that for us to share it with the rest of the audience, what's your yeah? How your can we media? follow you? Yes. Um. So the main avenue where I post all my music is um is Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is is a dot goldie i s s a dot g-o-l-d-y-y-y it's three y's um you know you'll find a lot of the work that i do there i have um i have a much bigger library than what's on my instagram so you know uh you know always feel free to you know anybody who's interested i i'm a i'm a trap hip-hop and r&b producer so you know always come my way uh i'm always down to give up one parts as well you know just run me my money that's all i say give me, <laughs> run me my money <laughs> and so they should just kind of dm you on ig if they want to collaborate or, or get a little bit more information or do you have somewhere separate you would like for people to actually contact you um contact me on ig dm is always the best way to reach me um make sure you follow me first so i can see it and it's not a request yeah yeah you know yeah, just I, I tell people that to follow so that I can, because otherwise you're going to get lost. Uh, in, yeah. Why three Y's? <laughs> I just felt like it. Okay. Three is the perfect number. So <laughs> Okay. So I like it. It. I perfect. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. Well, we will be in touch because we want to follow up on you in some time to make sure you're still on this path and that, you know, you're, you're contributing to the industry. Um, best of luck to you. Um, Sounds like school's going to be ending. What you guys have maybe another month and a half or so. Yeah, about six um, weeks. Yeah, yeah, about six weeks <laughs> left. So push through. Do you know when graduation will be happening in your life? Is that fall twenty twenty one? I'm almost. Oh, done. that's you're almost there. Yes, yeah. yes. All right. Well, congratulations and keep pushing. And uh, yeah, well, thank you for inviting. Yeah. Yeah, well, Goldie. He, he's really the one this. that took the initiative. That's the, I, I commend him. He's the one that took the initiative. So he asked me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And to into our listeners, if you are a new artist, um, emerging, developing, and, and you want to have an opportunity to be considered for our podcast, we do do this series, Artists on the Rise. So feel free to email us at 3mbpodcast at gmail.com. I would say email us with a link for us to be able to hear your stuff. Um, it's always helpful if we can also have a bio. Um, you know, Goldie had the, he had the in because he already knows Dr. <laughs> Dr. Smith. But those of you who maybe don't know us personally, but listen to the podcast regularly, or maybe this is your first time listening and you're just curious um we do review when people sit, um pitch themselves to be on the podcast so be sure to do that awesome 
All right. Another great podcast. Another great one. Another great one. Well, you guys stay safe, healthy. I know there's the vaccine life happening. If you are about that life, take care of yourself that way. (laughs) If you're waiting and still speculating, you know, I get it. I get it. But just make sure you're taking care of yourself either way. Yep. And we will see you all next week. All right. Take care. Thank you all for having me. Ah, Thanks for being here. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. Please subscribe to our podcast on your podcast player and leave us a rating and review. Also, please leave us a comment on our Facebook or Instagram page. And if you would like to contact us about a specific topic, you can email us at 3mbpodcast at gmail.com. 